Hey, what's happening, my friends? Welcome back to the channel. This is going to be a quick fight recap video between Francis Ngannou and Cyril Gan. This one took place last night at UFC 270. I felt like going in, it was potentially one of the greatest UFC heavyweight fights of all time. Scratch that, one of the best MMA heavyweight fights in history based off of the athletic ability of these two, their size and skill. So let's not waste any time and get into this fight and what transpired. All right, so going into this fight, I personally thought that Sirogan was going to have the striking advantage. Francis Ngannou, of course, the power advantage. That was a given. That was the narrative that pretty much the majority of the MMA community thought was the case. Well, as the fight played out, that actually was correct. It was pretty evident that Francis Ngannou had the raw knockout power over Cyril Gan. Gan was very cautious and with good reason. It was also evident in the fight that Cyril Gan was more elusive, offered more on the feet, more diverse. I personally think all around more skilled standing. Coming into this fight, Francis Ngannou weighed in the 250s, I think 257. He has in the past had to cut weight to make 265. I was thinking he was coming into this fight lean for cardio reasons, for speed and agility reasons, which was smart. It definitely looked like Ngannou was trying to conserve his energy for the later rounds. Throughout the fight, he really didn't land much on Cyril Gan. Certainly nothing flush, nothing of like major significance. Cyril Gan, however, landed some good shots on Francis from elbows head kicks, spinning wheel kicks, he landed some knees, had a beautiful jab he was pumping out on Francis, and it looked like Francis was getting frustrated, frustrated and slowing down as the fight went on. But after the second round, Francis Ngannou, like the vet he is at this point, like the evolved fighter that he's grown into, implemented wrestling and grappling. Who saw that coming? Now, I remember way back, early in Francis's UFC career, there was a lot of buzz around him, a lot of hype. He was just stopping guys left and right. And there's this thing in the MMA community where they feel like fighters just can't grow. Like they're a rock or a piece of wood, some inanimate object. Like I said, that just can't evolve and grow. I remember reading comments saying Francis doesn't have wrestling. He's never going to grow to the point of being a competent grappler. So-and-so is going to wrestle him to death. This and that. He goes on in his career. Starts stopping wrestlers. Stuffing takedowns. And now the man is to a point where he's scoring takedowns of his own. Beautiful takedowns, actually. He's controlling people on the mat. He's displaying some pretty great submission defense. Sirogan at one point had a potential heel hook on Francis. Francis did all the right things. He kept his leg in a position which didn't give Sirogan the proper leverage to apply the heel hook. He kept calm, kept composed, bided his time, separated Sirogan's legs, and got his leg out of there. Watching Francis Ngannou grapple, use Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, score takedowns, Control Sirogan on the mat was just a beautiful thing to see, to be honest. 
I was really happy to see that from Francis. Now this is how good Cyril Gaon is on the feet. He turned Francis Ngannou into a wrestler and a grappler. That says it all. That guy's going to come back better than ever. He just has to work on his takedown defense. He has to work on getting back up on the feet. And he is going to be even more of a problem. Now picture this scenario. A fight, a rematch with Cyril Gaon and Francis Ngannou. Where Francis doesn't have the option to wrestle anymore. Where Francis can't control Cyril Gaon on the ground. What happens then? I think Cyril will be an even bigger problem for Francis. It's scary how good he is on the feet. And he's certainly champion material. But back to Francis. I have to give props to the big man. Once again, proving the doubters wrong. Fought smart. Fought like a veteran. Fought like an evolved mixed martial artist. Displayed even more skills. Really impressed with Francis Ngannou. And apparently he came into the fight injured. He had damage to his ACL. Not sure which leg. Just ligament damage in general. Hence the knee braces. Which makes this win even more impressive. And maybe if Francis's legs were 100%. He would have been even more explosive on the feet. Maybe he would have been more of a threat to Surigan standing. Maybe these guys meet up later on down the line for a rematch. That would be amazing. But yeah, guys, great fight to me. I was at the edge of my seat. I was kind of shocked and surprised on what transpired. It was really cool to see Francis Ngannou display some new skills. And it tells the fans something. Don't give up on fighters. Don't box them in as one-dimensional and not being able to grow. Because that's honestly really silly. If you work hard enough, if you put the time in and the work... You're going to get better at whatever you're trying to get better at. Simple as that. That applies to MMA. That applies to life. Sergon's going to be back again. Once he plugs those holes, he's going to be even more dangerous. In the fight, I think he was getting the better of the stand-up. He was frustrating Francis. He was being super elusive. He was mixing things up. He was landing on Francis. Once again, he turned Ngano into a wrestler. That says it all. You guys let me know in the comment section, what did you think about this fight? From your perspective, what transpired? Would you like to see these guys rematch at some point? What do you think about Cyril Gaon's potential? What do you think about the skills that Francis Ngannou displayed? Where does he go from here? Let's get into the Davison Figueredo versus Brandon Moreno fight. The one that took place at UFC 270, the third bout. Just real quick thoughts on what I thought transpired in the fight. So let's get into it. All right. So first of all, I just want to say that I can watch these guys fight a million times. Bring on the fourth fight and the fifth and the sixth. It doesn't matter. Every time these guys square off against each other, it is a classic. They're both so evenly matched. Both savages, both super tough. The first fight, of course, was a draw. That was a barn burner. The second fight, it looked like Moreno had Davison's number. Plus, it was kind of like bad strategy on Davison Figueredo's part in the second fight. He got finished. Now, this third fight was very back and forth. Davison Figueredo with a great game plan, utilizing low kicks against that boxing stance of Brandon Moreno. I thought it was very smart. And it wasn't very smart of Brandon Moreno to not address those low kicks, not check them. 
I think what he was trying to do was he was trying to counter Davis and Figueredo, trying to blitz him as he threw those low kicks because he was following a pattern of throwing low kicks, but it just wasn't working out for him. He was getting dropped, getting swept. It looked visibly like his lead leg was killing him. So in the eyes of the judges, yeah, that's not good for Brandon Moreno. It's the optics of things. Same way Davis and Figueredo had the bigger moments in the fight, optics wise, he dropped Brandon Moreno, definitely stunned him. Figueredo definitely had more moments in the fight compared to Brandon Moreno. But I feel like Brandon Moreno was more active. He was pushing the pace. I think stats wise and rounds wise, Brandon Moreno was up. So there is a little bit of dispute. And I guess I would say controversy on the result of the fight, the winner. I personally do think that Brandon Moreno did enough to retain his belt. Because in my mind, you have to beat the champ. It was such a close fight. But by no means, I would say it was a robbery. I was actually happy for Davis and Figueredo to reclaim his belt. Both of these guys are just amazing fighters. Figueredo showed a lot of composure in there. He was working with Henry Cejudo this camp. Cejudo was in his corner. And you could hear his corner yelling things out, telling Davis and Figueredo to slow it down to take his time, pick his shots. And I think that really helped him in this fight. But at the same time, that made Brandon Moreno look like the busier fighter. But if Davison would have went for it, he could have gassed out, get countered a lot, which is what Brandon Moreno was doing in the previous fights. Countering and catching Davison Figueredo in these exchanges. I do think that Brandon Moreno has the cleaner boxing, cleaner striking. Figueredo has more power. He's definitely more of a wild man on the feet. The grappling is probably about equal. All in all, I thought this third bout was another banger, another incredible match. Like I said, I thought it was super close. At the end of the match, I did think that Brandon Moreno deserved to retain his belt, but that's just me. He could have really put a stamp on things if he would have been a little bit more defensively responsible, address those low kicks, not be so laid back about them. Because Davis and Figueredo is definitely scoring points and doing damage with them. I like the body work from both guys. Just beautiful stuff. I do think these guys are going to fight for a fourth time. Davis and Figueredo wanted to be in Mexico. And he said he wants to knock the crybaby out. Super funny stuff. Um, like I said, I could watch these guys fight a hundred times. I will tune in. But you guys let me know in the comment section... Who do you actually think won this fight? Do you think the right call was made? Do you think Davis and Figueredo deserve to win the belt back? Or do you think that Brandon Moreno should have retained his belt? Would love to read those thoughts. Let me know in the comment section, guys. If this is your first time at the channel and you enjoy the segment, hit that subscribe button, like and share the video. That's important. Helps the channel grow. Thanks so much, guys. And until the next segment, you all take care.